0: welcome back to seven seconds for more this is episode 18 i am your host as always peter howarth and i'm here as usually with duncan adele and daniel park how are you guys doing
1: pretty good thanks for having us back yeah thank you
0: uh yeah a lot of stuff to go over uh the hot topic news button of the day is this whole report by Woj that the Celtics and Nets have been engaged in trade discussions centering around Kevin Durant and Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, then tweeting out, uh, SMH probably a frustration that he is in trade rumors as he has been for basically his whole career from draft night, wanting to be either drafted, um, and traded for Chris or Jimmy Butler. And then later for Paul George, and um, really down the line, Anthony Davis, uh, Kawhi Leonard, he's always been the uh, the guy linked. And Jason Tatum has sort of been the the golden boy in Boston. Um, but um, I was just curious on what you both thought, because I think it's more of a smoke and mirrors, more of a leak by the Nets just to try to stir some stuff and, and create some drama.
1: Yeah, I, I agree, and I think it's working because, you know, Jalen Brown having a better performance than Jason Tatum in the finals, you know, coming off of that, coming off of the both of them, having a great season, and you know, next year you just added some pieces, you're looking like you can make it back there again, like that's kind of insulting if I I'm being traded when we did our job and we got all the way. And Kevin Durant is a fantastic player, but he was on the same team as Kyrie. And they got knocked out in the first round, you know? I I think, I don't know if he's a game changer for the playoffs, even though he's a fantastic player. So even in that case, especially like having the Celtics beat the Nets, like if I'm Jalen Brown, I'm a little insulted.
2: For me, I think, yeah, it seems like they're bringing up Jalen Brown because obviously he's a great player and they're trying to pressure these other teams that are interested in Kevin Durant to kind of pay up to that type of talent um but i don't think they're going to get a better talent than jalen brown you know and at least from my perspective if they're asking for marcus smart and jalen brown i will personally drive them to brooklyn and bring kevin durant <laughs> i know he was disappointing it's not that I, they got swept last year but we've watched 10 plus years of kevin durant and i mean I'm, I'm all for that, honestly.
0: It it kind of becomes a bit of a chicken and egg or the egg thing, though, because there have been like rumors of Jalen Brown being upset in Boston. He will 100% test free agency because he signed a non-max extension, uh, rookie extension, uh, like two or three years ago. And the way extensions work in the NBA is you can only offer your own player 120% uh, above the, uh, the last year of the contract, uh, as a starting point for the extension. And so that would still be under a max value. And if Jalen Brown made a, um, all NBA team, he'd be eligible for a super max deal. but again, all that would have to come, uh, once he hit free agency. So all signs point that he will not extend with the Celtics. That doesn't mean he won't resign. But then if you get to free agency, it can become the wild, wild west. And lately we've seen Jalen is now the first member of first or second or of Donda sports, which is Kanye West's sports, um, sports agency. So it's a bit murky, even if Jalen Brown has only said that he wants to stay in Boston. So I guess you can look at it and say, well, I know Kevin Durant will be under contract for four more years. Why don't I just bring this guy in? Um,
1: if there's a sports agency that represents the opposite of stability, it'd be anything linked with Kanye West. <laughs> that man's been like off the rails. So, uh, I mean, I'm sure they have like great agents in the working in the agency. But you no, know, that that is interesting for for Jalen. Like maybe, you know, he does get that max with the Nets. And honestly, like I think he'd look pretty good in the Nets uniform and bring some younger life to Brooklyn. But still, if I'm like a Celtics fan. I'd rather have like the homegrown guys because you know, the quote unquote bot teams haven't really been making it, um, to the, to the finals like as of late. So mm. I don't know. That's a tough one
2: though. Yeah. I, I think the championship is wide open right now. Um, obviously we have the warriors that were dominating for a while, but that's already been like eight years ago when we thought that they'd keep going and they did, but I think now it's really wide open. Um, so I think I I think the Celtics should throw everything they have at it right now, and I don't think the Nets are asking for too much. Even though they turned they allegedly turned down Derek White because they wanted Marcus Smart, but they have four years of Kevin Durant, and um, I think it makes sense that they're that they're asking prices what it is. I don't think they're going to get a better deal elsewhere.
0: If you're Boston though, as good of a talent as Kevin Durant is, and I will not be the one to underestimate Kevin Durant. A lot of the work Boston has done this offseason has been to build depth and to help round out a bench that looked very thin and shallow uh, against Golden State in the finals. So why would you sacrifice like Derek White or Marcus Smart? One of the um, key members of the guard rotation you helped solidify along with Jalen Brown, who is nine years younger than, Than Kevin Durant for Durant, who has knee issues and is relatively unstable in terms of um, just uh, solidity with a franchise.
1: Yeah, well, there's one thing that's kind of like what what we've talked about the Nets is when you have Kevin Durant on your team, the seed doesn't really matter in the playoffs. And maybe that's kind of the same thinking because the East is going to be loaded no matter where you are. We saw that the Celtics had the two seed and every matchup was like a nightmare matchup all the way to the finals. You know, there was no easy round. And so, like, maybe, you know, with Kevin Durant, he plays like 50 games in the season. But he'll play the 45 minutes per game during the the playoffs to help your team win. And he can give that valuable push um, to, like, the next level during that playoff run
0: yeah but then we start getting to what exactly the issue was for the Brooklyn like even with part-time Kyrie and everything they got to the playoffs as the seventh seed mm-hmm. and everyone thought it was going to be like the best series ever the best two seven series and then guess what Kevin Durant played 45 minutes and no one else was good so I just it just seems like Boston is setting themselves up for the same exact thing where they'll have Kevin Durant, Tatum, like Robert Williams I guess Brogdon and then I don't know who's traded Jalen Brown, Derek White, Payne Pritchard, And then who do you have off the bench? Uh, like Luke Cornette and Grant Williams. Like I, it just, I feel like you're putting yourself in the same box. I think yeah. their moves rounding out the bench where like they were adding to their core and not subtracting it. And when you do mm-hmm. a trade for Durant, then you're getting a little dicey with who's left.
1: Yeah. I guess in a way it's kind of a lateral move. Not, not exactly lateral, but like you're, you have to pay the price for Kevin Durant and then the, that depth is gone that you worked so hard to get. And I think, you know, they made it to the finals, they improved their team, like, leave it. (laughs) Don't touch it. Don't mess with it. See if you can do it again. And then maybe after next year, if it didn't work, be like, okay, now we'll, we'll move some of these assets to change something.
0: Um, if it's not Boston though, where are the other really feasible, um, destinations for Durant we've we've had this as a poll before and where we think Durant's gonna go um Daniel what's the one that that sticks out that that in your mind is like I don't know either that's intriguing for me or I, I just want to see Durant in that uniform
2: oh uh, I would say the heat you know obviously I think at the beginning it was the Suns but with the Aiton situation I think they're definitely out of the picture so I'm gonna say Miami but I don't know how they retain all those pieces that they want to and there was that report that Katie wants to play with the core of Jimmy, Kyle Lowry, and Bam. Um, but yeah, I
1: yeah, I don't know how do they're think gonna keep them. Tyler Hero and a bunch of picks wouldn't be enough.
0: Well, no, I don't think you so. maybe could do that. you could do a three way with Utah and then Donovan Mitchell's going back to Brooklyn. But I don't think Danny Ainge wants a package based on Tyler Hero.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have like some of those undrafted guys that have given themselves value, like Max Strews, um Gabe he Vincent really stepped up, Gabe Vincent. You know, some somewhat two two way guards, which have a lot of value right now. Um, I think, yeah, I-, I agree with you, Dan. Like the Heat would be an interesting spot because we talked about like how Jimmy. B- buckets can like carry a team on his back imagine giving him another player <laughs> like, like i don't know bam's good kyle larry's okay none of them are kevin durant yeah that would be really interesting to watch
0: jimmy and kevin would be lethal but mm-hmm. yeah matching the salaries gets a little little messy because let's say you do bam um uh the nets can't take bam in because he was signed to a designated rookie extension as was ben simmons you can't acquire simmons. more than one of those via trade so therefore, let's say Simmons goes out to a, another team, and then you're doing a three-team trade, and the rosters are pretty solidified right now. It's kind of hard to to get into that. For me, I mm-hmm. uh, I'm honestly interested in Toronto. Um, then again, I think Brooklyn would ask for Scotty Barnes. Toronto would say no, and then I don't know. Do you want like Van Fleet and Siakam, Siakam and OG, and a ton of picks, and then yeah. what's that roster you're left with? Like Scotty uh, Barnes, Durant and chris boucher like what are we i don't know i don't think it pushes (laughs) precious baby i do like precious (laughs) do they do they still have malachi malachi flynn yeah i think so so that's a good core malachi running the show
1: yeah i'm interested in like at what point do the nets accept like a a lower offer because i don't know if kevin durant's the kind of guy to hold out and just not play like kind of like what james harden did um but, you know, like teams can't afford him. And so he's either going to stay in Brooklyn or be traded for somewhat less. Because I think like, what we're looking at is all these teams, it doesn't make sense to sell your entire future for someone who wants to play with the players you'd trade him for. You know, like, there's no perfect match. And the asking price is either going to have to be lower or Kevin Durant's going to stay in Brooklyn.
2: Do you think that the Gobert trade like set kind of set the bar for that or do you think that the asking price is whatever it is right now just because it's Kevin Durant and it would have been that even without the Gobert stuff to the T-wolves yeah that's
1: tough I think I think there was some like precedent set there but that was such an overpay like right all those picks for Rudy Gobert Rudy Gobert's good you know he's um unique in the sense where there's not like I don't know there's not always a ton of players that are always in defensive player of the year conversation like Rudy, you know, he's got that high field goal percentage and, you know, there's some downsides that he had in Utah, but it's definitely things that could be fixed in Minnesota at the same time, just because like they kind of made an overpay for their guy. Like it it does kind of trap the nets a bit with either, I don't know, (laughs) saying like, Kevin Durant's not as valuable as Rudy Gobert, which I don't think is the case mm-hmm. or just accepting something. Cause if not, you're not going to get anything, you know,
0: it's also hard to compare because like the precedents that have been set in the past, like three or four years or so have wildly varied. Um, I mean, you saw how many picks the, um, the Spurs got for DeJounte Murray. If they got that much, then Gobert has to go for more and therefore Durant has to mm-hmm. go for more than Gobert. But, it's almost impossible to get to that level and then have a team that you would want to flesh out. If Durant was 27, sure, because then you have him, I don't know, for let's say the next 10 years, um, that's not necessarily true. Cause he likes to move like every three years, but it's, it's all he's, he's 34. If you mortgage your team, you're left in a worse situation than Brooklyn. There was a report. Yeah. I think Shams, Shams. Shams. He's not a sham. Uh, he went on uh, Pat McAfee show recent uh, today. In the last like hour or so, he said that uh, Kyrie wants to play his uh, play out the season in Brooklyn, uh, if Kevin Durant is there or not. So if Kyrie's committed, and I think Kevin's a guy who just wants to go out and hoop, um, regardless of wh- however this plays out. They've made some improvements. They brought in TJ Warren. Um, then I, I think they could just ha- end up being better. You have another year of fully playing with everyone. Let's say Kyrie actually plays like a full season. I'd say
1: Ben Simmons plays like at least 20 minutes a season.
2: 20 minutes
0: the <laughs> like whole season, up- just one game. Yeah,
2: just get him in. <laughs> they have no Drummond though. How are they going to win?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. They, they have a penguin deficiency on their roster. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Missed that guy. I, I don't. I think it's gonna be good on the Bulls. I think they got a good one.
0: Yeah, him and Butchovic.
2: Oof, that's scary.
0: Not really. <laughs> it's it's scary for whoever's at the scores table tallying fouls. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not really scared of the Bulls. I, I don't know. They, they're just like a classic, like five seed in the East that'll lose in yeah. six games in the first round. Um. Anyways, uh, unless anyone has anything else to wrap up on Mr. Durant, uh, I think we're going to move on to a draft segment. It's back better than ever. Mm-hmm. It's really just the same, pretty much. But uh, so <laughs> we are going to draft guys we would want to build a franchise around. So, franchise uh, cornerstones. Um, we're not necessarily making a lineup, it just happens to be that we'll each draft five. Um, so, this includes age and contract. So, for instance, like I think LeBron would be the first pick if we were just picking players, but LeBron's like 37 or 38. You wouldn't want to build a, guy, a team around him because you don't know how long he'd be there. Um, so uh, at, we have a pool of 17 with three wild cards available, one per team. So uh, if, if the if the player's not in the pool, then you can select them. But again, each team only has one of those available. Um, so it's three of us have a team as well as the audience. So whoever is not picked um, will be on the audience's team, your team, and then you can vote um, probably on our Instagram as well as the uh, Q and A and poll in this episode on Spotify. Um, So you'll be able to vote down there. Uh, And again, the link to the Instagram is in the uh, link in the description of this and all episodes. Um, So here's the pool. Uh, it's Anthony Edwards, LaMelo Ball, Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, John Morant, Zion Williamson, Scotty Barnes, Jalen Brown, Shea Gilchrist-Alexander, Kshet Holmgren, Paolo Bancaro, Darius Garland, Brandon Ingram, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Bam Adebayo, and the three wild cards. So uh, no particular order there. But we did uh, randomize the order. It'll be a snake draft. It'll go Duncan, myself, and then Daniel. And and again, the audience has the um, the remaining pool there. So, uh, Duncan, if you'd like to kick it off with your first pick.
1: All right, first pick. I, I had some back and forths here. I'm just gonna hope my second guy's gonna still be there when it comes back around. But I'm just gonna go with a player right now that you know is young possible mvp candidate next year would be good on a team that isn't made of scrubs gonna go luka (laughs) give me luka Doncic. i want to build around him good choice good choice yeah
0: i I saw that one coming i I think he was probably the consensus number one on the board Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna go
1: i mean there's some other good ones there though yeah
0: i'm gonna go with Giannis just because i don't care how old he is he is uh you know. Yeah,
1: that was going to be my other pick. I was going to take a veteran that had championship experience to build around with the encore, <laughs> but he's gone. Giannis <laughs>
0: is still only like twenty seven, so I'm yeah, perfectly okay with that's it. True.
2: Okay, we haven't even seen
0: us prime yet. Maybe not. Yep. Daniel, back to back picks here.
2: Um, with the third pick. With the third pick, I'm going to take uh, Jason Tatum. Just because I feel like small forward is one of the harder positions to fill to fill well in the league, and a guy if you're six eight, you play defense, have a skill or two on offense, and you're going to be in the league for a while, and this is a league of wings of wing talents. So I'm going to take him. He he wouldn't have lasted
0: okay. past me anyway, so you're good. Pick.
2: <laughs> and then with on the turn, I think I'm going to take John Morant. No, uh, he's a he's a superstar. He likes the attention. He has the ego, the confidence too.
0: Okay, I thought it was going to get interesting after the first three. Uh, I thought Luca, Giannis, Tatum, whatever order. I think were the top three. So Ja will is the first off the board after that top three. So I'm sitting here. <laughs> I've <have> Giannis, <clears throat> great great player, top seventy five player ever. <laughs> True. Ah, let's see here. Well, Giannis is kind of a big, so I guess I want a guard, but I am thinking like a bigger guard, more of a wing. Oh man. You know what? I've been I've been drinking the Kool-Aid a lot on this guy lately. I everything people are saying about him, I'm just riding it. Anthony Edwards.
1: Ah, solid. That was gonna be my pick.
0: Your guy's still there, Duncan. We got two picks here. Yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> I'm thinking. So I've got Luca as my primary ball handler. I was thinking Anthony Edwards because he's really good off the ball as another guard, mm-hmm. um, and kind of going with that. Someone who's also a good ball handler and my Charlotte Hornet, I'm just gonna go Lamelo Ball. He's young. He's fun, and I think it'll work well with them. And then another guy who I'm really hoping will will keep on improving throughout his career and could catch some of those lobs from these guys. No. I Zion. I want Zion. <laughs> so I've got Luca He's LaMelo, large, and Zion right now. I think, you know, all three of those could be the cornerstone on any team. Um, so I'm going to go
0: with that. Great core, great core. I'll tell you what, it doesn't even uh, matter who the other two guys that – yeah, Dan and then I pick. Um, yours is yours is the funnest team to watch for sure. I'd be I'll be tuned into that every night. Ball whipping around Actually, the court. For sure. Okay, so I got Giannis as uh, best player in the world. I have Anthony Edwards, best conference uh, press conference player in the world. <laughs> so I feel like I need a guy to get the ball to them, or I need just a uh another another big. I think I'm gonna pass on the bigs for now because I think there's still depth there. Whew. Oh man, this is tough. Cause I feel like some of these guys are reach with the guard. Uh I do I do prioritize two way stuff. You know what? Might be an over this stuff I might be an overpick here, but another one of my guys. Cade Cunningham.
2: Oh, Give nice. me my, my, my call pick. guards. Big season for the Pistons coming up. A lot of young talent. Motor City. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <Shout. laughs> um, so I got to pick here. Uh, I'm going to take... I'm going to take a guy that's kind of flown under the radar because they're on a tanking team, unfortunately. Maybe they'll actually start playing. For the postseason, it's going to be SGA on the OKC Thunder.
0: I was going between Caden and SGA, I'll be honest. Yeah, I think
2: super underrated, especially finishing under the rim. I think he's one of the best in the league at that.
1: Yeah, and yeah. for our, our listeners back home, we just went through our first three rounds, and the remaining players on the board are Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Jalen Brown, Chet Paolo, Darius Garland, and Brandon Ingram. Bam out of bio, and then we all still have our wild cards. So, what are you going to do with, with your fourth player, Dan?
2: My fourth player, I'm going to take. I'm going to go for some size, some more defense. Don't do it.
0: do no. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, you
2: know, I'm going to take Evan Mobley. You know, Bam's obviously still on the board, but I'm going Mobley for his flexibility at power forward center. And from what we've seen this season, he can be one of the great defenders in the league. Oh yeah, only up for Evan.
0: Yep, it was. I was going to take Mobley or Bam, whoever was there. Um, So I'm taking Bam. Uh, I I probably need some shooting, but we'll address that uh, next round. So Duncan, your last two picks here. Again, all three wild cards are still on the board. So if you're feeling a guy who's not there, you know Cody Martin or something. I don't know.
1: Um, (laughs) I need a great two way. But yeah, I'm going to take uh, the skinny kid from Minnesota, give me Chet. Um, and the reason I'm taking Chet is because I'm using my wild card next. Oh my oh god, wow. I'm going to have Chet at the power forward. You know, Zion might be at small forward. No, you know, Chet might be at the small forward. Um, but my wild card is going to be Joel Embiid. I want wow. a true, true big man who can space the floor with all these players. Mm. Um, as well as, you know, I, I wouldn't want him taking the ball up, but... Any of these players on this team could handle the ball at any point. So that will give me Luca, Lamelo, Zion,
0: Chet, and Embiid. So you're feeling a great team. The injuries between Zion and Joel and then skinny boy Chet.
1: Yeah, uh, Zion, I think hopefully his injuries are behind him. I mean, then again, who knows? I think Joel, you need some experience. Uh, Someone who's still hungry for a championship and hungry to get in the playoffs. You know, he really wants it. Um, And this could be a roster that would help him do it good pick
0: i'll be honest the I'm, I'm not saying i'm taking this player but the uh the disrespect to Jalen brown is really bad <laughs> like, uh, he's gonna
2: tweet as soon as he watches this podcast
0: uh, come that's on the show Jalen. You, you can come air on, your Jaylen. grievances here <laughs> uh, if you want to request a trade if you're gonna do it do it on the pod <laughs> yeah. also no
2: one's taking rookie of the year scotty barnes this is true
1: that's tough
0: Okay, so I got I got a great playmaking guard, Cade Cunningham. Some room to be desired on his shooting. Anthony Edwards, much improved shooting. Uh, some room to be desired defensively. Giannis and Bam, great defensive guys. Um, could probably use shooting. So I, I think I think you need a pure shooter. I, I think you you have seen the uh, the, the prevailing need of of, of my team. So uh, I'm leaning between either Brandon Ingram. Or using a wild card. I, I,
1: Just put Steph on your team, man. I don't know, maybe, do maybe
0: Keegan Murray. Maybe. <laughs> Keegan Murray's a oh, sniper. <laughs> I don't know, Buddy Heald's still available. <laughs> Latvian Laser is still there. <laughs> Serbian Latvian Sniper. Latvian Laser.
1: If you want someone to clear the boards, you can
0: get
2: the Penguin. He's you also have Grant there. Williams, sharpshooter from three.
0: Grant Curry. <laughs> Mr. Disciplined himself. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Jalen still on the board. Uh, I'm so sorry, Jalen. I'm so Ooh. sorry, Brandon Ooh. Ingram. Welcome to the team. Um, I like the pick.
1: If you can get like this year's playoffs, Brandon Ingram to be the on your franchise, like that, any team should want that. It just yeah. uh,
0: Ingram's playmaking too kind of puts him over the top for me. His passings underrated. Very underrated, mm-hmm. and I just need some moving around the some more movement around the perimeter.
2: Mm.
0: So unless you're going to play Mobley at the center, Dan, you know, I think you're, yeah. you're in the market for a bigger wing here.
2: Yeah. I don't, Mobley, I think he had a little trouble holding his own playing center this season. He definitely benefits from playing off of Jared Allen.
0: Jared Allen, a wild card. Uh, a B. No, I'll be honest. This was an idea I was having. I did not go with it, but I was thinking, wild card, you could go Victor Wimbanayama, <laughs> the Frenchman. Honestly, that's not bad. Because I don't know. I feel like I'd rather have him like build a franchise around him than Darius Garland, per se. Mm,
1: yeah. You do have shooting, though. You could always go other Frenchman, Rudy. Although, I don't <laughs> know if you want to build around him. But he, he would fill this out pretty well. Some defensive presence inside. Sergey Bach is still would.
0: available.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think. Man, I was thinking about Brandon Ingram too, but I think. I guess I'm going to go a little smaller. I'm going to just squish Josh Giddy in there. He's Ooh, my guy. Wow. I have a lot of a lot of ball handlers, but I think Giddy's a guy that, uh, I think he's a generational passer. I genuinely think that he's one of the best passers in the league. Uh, mm. The way he whips the ball with one hand—I uh, mean, when your weakness is basketball, is according to the sta-
1: the scouts, yeah. right? You really gotta <laughs> gotta make it in other ways. That's he interesting. Yeah,
2: puts the ball right in the shooter's pocket every time, and I think he's a guy that can have a positive impact on the floor, even if he doesn't have the ball all the time, or even if he's not a super talented scorer. And yeah. I think his rebounding is really good too. So I'm taking him.
0: So if we're, let's just, uh, we'll rattle through the teams uh, now. So Duncan's got Luka Doncic, LaMelo Ball, Zion Williamson, Chet Holmgren, and his wild card, Joel Embiid. I've got Giannis Antetokounmpo, Anthony Edwards, Cade Cunningham, Bam Adebayo, and Brandon Ingram. Dan has Jason Tatum, John Morant, Shea Gilders Alexander, Evan Mobley, and his wild card, Josh Giddy. And so, if we're looking at the audience team, it's a pretty uh, pretty formidable team here. Last year's rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes, Mr. SMH himself, Jalen Brown. Maybe this year's <laughs> rookie of the year, Paolo Bancario, uh, the pride of uh, one half of Sexland, Darius Garland. And uh, we got a wild card here. So, if we're looking at the team here for the audience, mm-hmm. got definitely got the point guard in Garland. Got a pair of wings in Jalen and, and, and Scotty, oh, solid, honestly. Bigger wing in Paolo. So, I think they need a big guy.
2: Big man. Yeah.
0: You know what? Uh, Wembanayama could be the guy here. <laughs> yeah. That, it's not I'm also even thinking, like a like, bad pick.
1: No. And, I mean, he's kind of older, but they only really have one true ball handler in Garland because we've seen Jalen Brown try to be the primary ball handler and hasn't worked. I you mean? Sure. they could have Jokic
0: well, y- left. Y- <laughs> could have Jokic. Ooh. Jokic. How old is Jokic? Could direct- is he like 28, 29?
2: I'm not sure. Is he younger than Giannis or older? I think he's
0: 27. Jokic. Giannis is also 27. Yeah. It's probably Jokic. Jokic probably the move.
1: That was who I was. I was between Embiid and Jokic, but I was like Embiid slightly better defensively. I feel like, and that's where, that's why I took him. But they've got the defense and Paolo, DG, and Scotty Jalen. And
0: the audience might have the team here. Not gonna lie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that is very solid. It's just
0: this was partially the goal because just to see how it's like. It's like when you're doing uh doing the fantasy draft. And you know you think you're hitting the picks, and then you look at the auto draft team, and you're like, how would they get how they get Luca and Giannis? Yeah. No,
1: but it's interesting. I feel like Dan's team would be win in three or four years, um, maybe as well with the audience. Versus Peter's team, and my team are more like you know trying to push for a championship sooner and build. A more immediate dynasty, a little less of a delay in time, yeah, it, but yeah. all teams could be pretty competitive
0: Well, that does depend duncan if your if your team can all play together on the floor,
1: yeah, no that's true that that was the one concern with with Zion, but I think honestly putting chet at the three could could work pretty well for him, you know, especially in the beginning of his career when people are worried about him being against like like big guys uh, in the low post. He's going to have to
2: anchor that defense.
1: Um, yeah, and just that height over other small forwards could really just make him great on
0: defense. I will say, though, if we're looking across then about like who Chet would be guarding, per se, would Josh Giddy just run past him <laughs> or would Brandon Ingram just drive by him?
1: I think they could, but when watching reach. the Summer League games, the thing I like the most about Chet is not when he was guarding in the post. It's when he's kind of like roaming around... Um, being able to be on his guy. And when they go for that, you know, layup and everything, with that wingspan, he can, like, jump from where he is and make the block. I think he was better at blocking on uh, secondary players, like not not who he was guarding directly, but blocking on a double team when coming over. And putting him at the three would allow him to do that. The four and five are in the low post. You know, Joel's on someone, and he's gassed because he's doing all the offense. And then check is like, oh, I can get this,
2: help him on the block or something like that. Yeah, he's a great health defender. Yeah,
0: I think this also shows that there's just so many great perimeter players, in the in the NBA right now, and there's just a lot of talent. I mean, among the guys we that were not picked, uh, Tyrese Maxey, Tyrese Halliburton, Jalen Green, yeah. Jabari Smith Jr., Jaden Ivey. Um, I mean that's, and I mean there's more too, like Trey Young. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe I'll be honest. Probably should have had Trey Young on the list instead of Darius Garland.
2: Even like <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, those guys
0: too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought you, I thought Donovan you. was kind of riding the line. Um, so if he got picked in the wild card slot, then um, do you want to make the executive decision for the audience team swap out Garland for Trey Young? Would, would any of us pick Trey Young over, over anyone we had? I don't think I would have. I would
1: not have.
2: Yeah, I don't think I would have either.
0: Just the thing with Trey, it's seemingly you have to put a little more care into building a team around him and to have him
2: mm-hmm.
0: plug in more effortlessly with the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. So back, back yeah. to the audience team then, looking at Trey Young... Jalen Brown, Scotty Barnes, Paulo Bancaro, Nicole Jokic. And I'm I'm scared. That that's a good team. Yeah. It might be hard to beat that. So um
2: let's I don't know, Peter. I think I think I think your team's uh probably the strongest. You have two guys that are pretty strong with the ball. Cade, uh, and Anthony Edwards. It's probably gonna take a huge leap. Uh, and then you have the guy that can score in the mid range comfortably, Ingram. He didn't miss this season, especially in the postseason. Then you have Giannis. That's just a complete, just a beast down low. And then mm-hmm. Bam, obviously a great defender, and can space the floor a bit. So I'm,
0: I'm just worried yeah. a little bit about the spacing and then some of the uh, defensive stuff within the the front court there or er, the back court. No front court. Very very uh, solid. But uh, let us know how you feel in the, uh, in the, (laughs) boy, I can't, I don't have it today. (laughs) Uh, In the description of this episode on Spotify, if you're listening in the app, scroll down, you should see the Q&A and the poll. Poll will be who has the best team Q&A. Well, you'll be able to see what it is. I don't know what it is right now. And also you can head to our Instagram. Maybe by the time this is up, I don't know. Our graphics team, you know, can take a while. (laughs) <laughs> um, they should, um, shout out to the graphics team graphics team putting <laughs> they in the, do a lot the of work. hard work really a, a deep team uh, probably a graphic of these teams and you can you can look at them there and then you should also be uh, you should be able to comment on that post to say uh, what your favorite team is but also that post might not be up yet so uh, TBD um, yeah. yes
1: also I was just looking at um, some players real quick going back to this you think Dame or Devin Booker?
0: I think Dame's oh, too D-book. old and he's making way too yeah. much money now. <laughs> but D Book maybe? D Book was an interesting one. Um he was like riding the line for being on the list again. Um yeah, he's along with like Embiid and Jokic. So I was like, My if cat cat yeah, I, I was sort of letting those guys up for a wild card if they wanted to get picked. Yeah, fair. I don't know, it's tough. Like Everyone. With three people plus the audience team, there—I mean—they're I mean, still yeah. stacked, obviously. But if you brought in a couple more people, I think we'd be getting a little more interesting. Relying on like Keegan Murray or or uh, Peyton Pritchard for sure. Yeah. Pritchard, Bruce Brown, maybe. Tyler Hero, Isaiah Hartenstein, definitely starting center. Isaiah, Omer Yurtseven. Malachi would have been first round pick off the board. That's true. Oh, of course. Yeah, I, th- I think these are these are interesting teams. Um yeah, so let us know. Uh, hopefully good. we do more drafts in the future. I think they're fun. Um, and again, the draft concept is not an original idea by almost anyone. Everyone does it. Find your favorite <laughs> YouTuber, they'll do it. Shout out to JJ Reddick. He does it all the time. Go listen to The Old Man of the Three, wherever you listen to your podcast. JJ, come on the show. Come on the show. Um, so yeah, not an original idea. Not trying to steal it for anyone, but everyone does it. So Yeah. Or or, or if I'm spinning the wheel, everyone does that spinning the wheel today. So, uh, I I think we're going to wrap up the show now by reading, uh, last week's Q and a and poll again, as I've said, uh, you can find these on Spotify link to Spotify in the description of this episode. And if you're listening on Spotify, good for you. Thanks for listening. Uh, (laughs) So last week's Q&A, um, more like a week and a half ago. It's very hot here. It's it's hard to record. Uh, Q&A, can Donovan Mitchell save the Knicks? Uh, our own Daniel Park said no, 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 no. That's five no's for you. Five no's. I I think it's the right amount. <laughs> it's the amount of no's of first round picks that the Knicks would require to give up. Five first round picks, probably. Yeah, no 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 and our own duncan the french said uh jesus can't save the knicks i heard he's a pretty good point guard jesus but no i don't i don't think he could
1: you can nail a three no too much
2: (laughs) (laughs) who who else responded to that (laughs) that was it What's your opinion, Peter?
0: Well, so can Donovan, well, it depends what saving the Knicks is. He's not going to bring him to a championship, but he's going to make the Knicks more fun, and he'll make them relevant again. So in a way, I think he can, quote, save the Knicks. He's a hometown guy. They can rally around him. Everyone will, will wear the jersey for years. Biggest icon since um, Landry Fields. Raymond Felton. <laughs> uh, for the poll, Uh yeah, who should be on the next cover of NBA 2K? Devin Booker was recently revealed as uh, the cover for 2K23. And so we had a, uh, a bevy of options here. John Morant, Jason Tatum, Anthony Edwards, Stephen Curry, Trey Young. Trey Young's on this list, but he wasn't on our pool of players. Huh. We need to need go to the rating team, see what they're up to on that. <laughs> We're really deep over here. Uh, Trey Young, LaMelo Ball, and then other uh before I read it, any what do you guys think? I know you probably voted and might have seen the results, therefore. But any, any guesses who you think would be uh, leading the poll here?
1: I feel like it's tough. Like the two K covers almost feel random, kind of hard to predict. But I, I wonder what time, what point in the season they make the executive decision to do that, because that would really change it. Because we know it's Devin Booker. They must have done that, like right before the playoffs when the Suns were like the favorites to win the entire thing. They already put all the graphics together and everything and made the game. And then now it's like, why they pick Devin Booker? So it's, 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 kind it's of very
0: fickle. I mean, in the past couple of years, we've seen Zion got it after his rookie year in which he played like 30 games. Um, mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, when he when he got traded to the Lakers after he made a complete clown of himself, leaving the Pelicans. <laughs> Kyrie got it after storming out of Cleveland. Uh, so yeah, it really varies. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so first place, Ja Morant, sixty oh, yeah. percent of the votes. That makes sense, Ja. Um, I I agree. He just seems so popular, uh, especially mm-hmm. with kids. I would think he would sell sell games. And then uh, second place, Stephen Curry. I think he deserves it. He maybe he should have gotten like a goat edition or something. They do those all the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I think the goat edition is because it's twenty twenty three. It's LeBron and Jordan. I, I think just Jordan actually. Oh, I was just Jordan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A little disrespect oh. to to LeBron. Well, LeBron, he he's number six now.
1: Oh, true. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, he was six. <laughs>
0: It was funny. He wanted to, when Anthony Davis came to the Lakers, he wanted to switch to six that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, Nike told him, no, we don't have enough time to print the jerseys. We need to sell these jerseys. You're going to have to wait a year. Um, yeah. So I thought that was very funny.
2: Mm. Yeah. Maybe for 2024, we see uh, Tatum on the cover with Kobe. <sighs> <laughs>
0: That would go kind of hard. I got you. That that would go pretty hard.
2: <laughs> I think I I don't think NBA Twitter will like that. It'll be a lot I think of. We just uh... have to trade Tatum to the Lakers at that point. A
1: LeBron package,
0: probably probably like THT Reeves and the first. Probably get it done. Yeah. THT. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Horton Hughes too. They could. I I I like the ideas of them doing like sort of collaborative stuff. I know for the they did like a special edition for. For NBA seventy five, for this uh regular copy. Was Luka Doncic on the cover? Great pick. And then the special edition had uh, had three three athletes. It had Kevin Durant, Dirk Nowitzki, and uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. My first reaction wow. was, "What a random group of players!" <laughs> yeah. but other than that, that was cool. Yeah, I
1: know they also have another cover with um, Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi because they're both retiring. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and the the cover looks sick for that one. That's cool. Bringing some more tension to like the WNBA, even if it just gets people to, like know their names, like that—that's a big deal
0: already. Mm-hmm. They've done um alternate covers as well in different regions before. So I know mm-hmm. probably in like two K sixteen or seventeen or something, uh, Danilo Gallinari was on the cover in Italy because he's Italian. That's cool. And then uh, I believe Maple Jordan was on the cover in Canada at one point. Oh wow! Andrew Wiggins leading the charge. Um, so yeah, maybe more of that. I like it. I know Candace Parker was on the cover this year. There's a women's edition. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It was super cool. Um for, uh first reaction still is big disrespect to uh the Joker not being on a cover two time MVP.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's just not a sexy pick, you
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> big sexy actually. You're mad wrong. <laughs> the audience is, is happy for their wild card pick yeah that's that's fair it's fair (laughs) yeah he he doesn't he doesn't move copies yeah but i think that's all we got for today then unless any of you have any other topics you want to discuss or anything like that no no for all you watching the video or or, or rather for all you uh, listening to the audio and not watching the video they both shook their heads (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, we here. could talk
1: about the uh, twenty-seven days, twenty-seven nights, miles bridges, oh but uh, I don't know. I think that's a, it's a weird and complicated <laughs> topic of just Michael Jordan not having any morals and wanting to win. <laughs> well,
0: have you seen that um, in in two K? There, uh, people are listing their miles bridges cards for twenty-seven thousand.
2: I have seen that. <laughs> oh <my God.
0: laughs> Yeah, I saw a guy who's getting mad because he's like, "Why are they? Why, why are they like taking abuse of this? Like, like the man committed a crime. Like, like they should be like cheap, or you should be like you know quick selling them, or like." Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, well, I hope Miles gets what he deserves. Yeah, Whatever that I may hope be. They,
0: the truth is found. Yeah. Um. Now, for anyone who's not aware, uh, I believe Miles Bridges is a rapper. You, does he go by mb
1: yeah mb 27 mb something is he something? just his initials yeah, like and that. his jersey number <laughs> no no there, there's another thing oh. hold on well he
0: has a song in which he says 27 days 27 nights so
1: R-T-B-M-B. rtb mb rtb yeah
0: sounds like a droid
1: from star wars or something. <laughs> yeah what well, rtb stands for i do not know Yeah. Yeah. Well a real trench baby is his rap group. wow.
2: <laughs> is it group?
1: Yes. He's the first NBA player that wants to make it out of the league, and it looks like
0: he's succeeding. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, he's on a fast pace. Yeah. Let me get that max. I mean I mean Dame actually <laughs> makes music. He he has like Lil Wayne on his songs and everything too, Dame Dalla. That's hilarious. Pretty sure... Isn't Kate Cunningham?
2: Can you give us a little sneak peek? Pete? Yeah, I think so. Mm, I don't know. Hey, doesn't, Lonzo, doesn't Lonzo have some tracks too?
0: Yeah. I mean <laughs> he does. nothing on the, the sweet velvet voice of of Victor Ledepo. <laughs> Great singer. Have you listened to the music, Dan?
2: I've I've seen a clip of him singing at like an award ceremony.
0: I've Duncan and I have listened to Depot's music it's bad it's just horny <laughs> i'll take a look wipes, at it maybe <laughs> don't they definitely have headphones in i think it's explicit music that could be the outro
2: for the for the pod
0: uh probably copyright <laughs> strikes and also i don't want to bleed the ears of um of the listeners it's a good idea though yeah how about just you just pause the episode here and go listen to it as, as your outro there you go uh Deepo come on the pod <laughs> don't don't sing uh we'll talk basketball not not singing you're you're muted (laughs) um all right i think that's uh again that's all we got um so thank you dan and duncan for coming on as always and we will catch you next time